Welcome to the Deep Rooted Podcast. Uh, we're Jeff and Rochelle Ferguson, and hey, we are so excited to be joining you. Uh, if you are listening on whatever uh, mode, share, like, yes. give us a review, um, share with friends. Um, we're just so glad to be with you, and we've got a great topic today. So. Today, we're, we're going to talk about, we know, as we watch this, as we watch the world around us unfold, we know we're living in a brand new world. The, uh, we, are. <laughs> we are living in a world that's changing really day by day. It's rapidly. It, it is. It's the acceleration of change. It's, it's, pr- it's, it's pretty yeah. crazy. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> and so we're going to specifically talk yeah, about crazy. parenting in a new world. How yes. do, and so this is for parents, for grandparents. If you have influence over anybody, uh, you know, uh, how, how can we parent? Yeah, and I, I would say for sure this is geared toward parents and grandparents. But yes. if you uh, care about the next generation, this is for you yes. as well. So I don't want you to think, oh, well, I don't have kids yet, or I'm not responsible, they're out of the house. If you care about the next generation, we need to understand what's happening and how to uh, raise up the next generation in the world that we are living in. And I want to say this, this podcast is so vital because of what you just said. We cannot forget about the next generation. Our actions today is going to produce a harvest for tomorrow. And so I think we need to think what about- What are you sowing? <laughs> what are we yeah, sowing? what are you sowing? Yeah. What harvest what do we want to reap? What are you cultivating? Absolutely. And so uh, as we ca- talk about parenting in a new world, you said something, uh, and that is we, we can't parent now maybe how we were parented. Can you just maybe talk about that a little bit? Yeah, well, I mean, for sure, I'm not that old. But <laughs> You're not. Uh, I know, but, you know, honestly, I I, I was born in the kind of this in-between. Um, people call me an Xennial because I was really kind of between this Generation X and this millennial, like those couple of years where I remember not having a computer. I remember all of that. I remember having to use a payphone. Our school had tons of payphones and my mom left me at the bowling alley once. I just, sorry, mom. And, um, and I had to use the payphone to track somebody down. You had to have the quarter. I mean, it was, uh, you know, it was a different world or a collect call. Yeah, and then you say, really quick, come get me come and get- just decline the collect call so you don't have to pay for it. Uh, that's how it was. Uh, I heard it, somebody say the other day, it'd be so funny to take our current children being raised here in 2021 wow. and just throw them into you know the late 80s, early 90s and see how long they'd last. I mean... You had to get up to change the channel, you know. I mean, we didn't have it was cable, a, it was a know. difficult world. Uh, yeah, it was it was rough. <laughs> it was now, uh, but you know, we joke around. But you would get up in the morning. You tell me as being a kid, and you'd ride around all day. Oh, I'm a bike all day long. And who knows? Who knows where Jeff was? Who, just riding around <laughs> in the woods, riding. But my bike. it was just a different world. Yeah. Now it's like it's just different. Okay, so the world has changed. And I think it's changing with incredible yes. rapid pace. Um, there's one thing that doesn't change, and that is the Word of God. Amen. So the Word of God does not change. <laughs> it is um, it is unchanging, and that is so incredibly important for us to recognize mm-hmm. that although culture is shifting, and I anticipate, I see in the future that it's going to change with even greater, <laughs> greater yes. intensity. Um, the pace at which it's changing, I think, is picking up. It's mm-hmm. like the snowball effect. So I definitely see things changing rapidly. But we need to stay grounded on the scriptures yeah. of 
that do not change. And, and so while raising kids is different now, the manual is still the same. Oh, that, and that's and, hope. That's yeah, I think that's there. so we have to stay grounded yeah. that there is hope too. I mean, Jesus cares mm-hmm. more for my kids than I care for them. Jesus cares for this next generation. And I believe there's incredible promise for this next generation, but yes. it really, it really matters about parenting matters about the churches, what they're feeding in. It matter, yep. matters about youth pastors and children's pastors and Sunday school teachers. I still believe oh, in Sunday school, yes. uh, all those kind of things. So we got a couple of things that we want to share with you. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, and I think, you know, this, this passes yeah. over all generations, but it really is key right now in raising kids in the twenties. <laughs> the 2020s, um, is that we need to love our kids and send them out into this world so full of love that the mm. world can't empty it of them. Wow. Um, the, world that has, preach. the world has a mission that. to empty your kids of their mm-hmm. love and their joy. And that's because the enemy wants to steal, steal, kill, and destroy. That's his mission. Yep. And Um, I'm not advocating just sending your three-year-old out, your seven-year-old out, even your 15-year-old out and say, okay, you're in the world, now go out there. No, Uh, we're going to talk about that in a moment. So don't hear me say that, but we need to fill them up, fill their love tanks up so full that the world can't empty them. I mean, and we do that through a variety of ways. Just our, I think our presence, not only our physical presence, that, that is important, but being there, engaging parents, with parents them. Parents can do that. You know, you, we, we can do that. And I fail. I fail well, so many times as a mom, but I think that we can have such impact yeah. with being present with our kids, hearing about what's going on in their day, engaging in conversation. Um, yeah. You know, again, I don't want to like toot my own horn or anything because I know how many times I feel that like our middle daughter is really into jumping rope right now. (laughs) And so last night we were on the driveway for like an hour. It was. It was was a long time. (laughs) She's trying to reach her goal of how many times she can jump and, you know, without missing. And I'm just saying spend it, it. Some of it, this is easy. It's not, I'm not saying it's like, oh, no big deal, but it's, it's, you just gotta invest. Yeah. Your kids got to know. I want, you know, so we have all three girls, of course. And so I want to let them know that physically I'm there. So I'm hugging them. I'm kissing them. I don't think, you know, as a dad, I can do that enough um, that yeah. I just want to let them know, hey, I love you. <laughs> I am here. I don't want them at some point to feel like they have to go find it somewhere else that they know their dad loves them. It's a reflection of their father in heaven who loves them. That, um, you know, I think Gary Thomas calls it that appropriate physical affection that we have with our kids that they know that, hey, dad's there, mom's there. Yeah, absolutely. I think of a funny story. Uh, we were serving as youth pastors and uh, at a church and we served under a pastor and he uh he had three daughters too he he does he currently does but they're all grown and um i remember him telling a story about how he took the kids to school the girls and <laughs> I, I think he was do you remember this i always. think it was in the church van for some reason but i might make that part up but um he gets out of the the van or whatever and the girls are walking into school and he's like I'm your number one fan and you're number one and your dad loves you. Like in front of everybody, they're like, I know that, you know, that may like be a different podcast of how to embarrass your kids or whatever, but those girls knew. They knew. And they still know that their dad is their number one fan. And I think that's, you know, doing some things that your kids aren't going to forget that, you know, they're not going to forget 
No, they will not forget. <laughs> they, they, they may be embarrassed in the moment, but yeah, inside, but, yeah. seriously, inside, no, they know yeah. my dad, my mom, wow, they love me. Yeah. And so, and you know, so, that takes so many, you know, facets. I mean, we could sit here and talk about a whole lot of ways, yeah. but your kids, they got to know. Yes. Our girls have got to know that mom and dad love them. They'll do anything, anything. Yep. you know, to see them serve Jesus and to, to, to succeed and all of that. Yep. So uh, I think that's huge. That's, that's big. Um, so number one, your kids have, they got to know that mom and dad love them. Uh, number two, um, we've got to stand sentinel over our children. That's mm, a good word. I love that word, I know. sentinel. Sentinel. So um, in case you're going, I have no idea what that means. What is, um, well, like a couple of ways that you could really remember this to stand sentinel is to like stand guard over. So I think of like um, a, a pot that's boiling, you know, you're, you're making sure it's not overflowing, which I have a lot of problems with. Like for some reason I'll walk away and whoosh, the pasta is everywhere or the oatmeal on the thing goes out. But Standing sentinel is you're guarding it. You're watching what's happening. You're seeing how much it's boiling. Okay, mm-hmm. need to turn it down or turn it up. You're you're standing watch over it. Or it can have like a military connotation too. Um, like I, you know, I'm watching over the yep. the, the soldiers. I'm standing guard over the formation. Um, you know, keeping things in line. So that's kind of the stand sentinel is that you are standing guard. You're you're watching over it and. Uh, our kids need someone to stand sentinel over mm. them. God has entrusted you yes. as a parent to stand sentinel over your children. Whew. And that is not to say um, the, the world has co-opted some words right. like helicopter parent. No, I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm saying you're standing sentinel and you're seeing what's happening and you're helping to watch oh. over that pie. Uh, John Bevere uses a term. He said, do not abdicate your place of authority. And that is a place. Parents that is a place. A place. My, yes. In my mind. That is so good. Visually, I'm thinking kind of the door uh, of the home. But yeah. but it's it's more than just the physical home. It's I'm stand, God's placed us as parents to stand guard, to protect our kids spiritually and from a whole host of other things. But but we're, we're, we're ensuring that the enemy's not getting to our kids. God has placed our kids under our authority for this. And guess what? We're always going to be parents. Yeah, it's We're it's eighteen to life, be, baby. You're it, in. Amen. You know? <laughs> I got you know, a I got a full time <laughs> sentence. And uh, till the day I die, they, they I'm need mom, us. They need us. That I, I remember hearing an illustration from Dr. Dobson one time. Like back in the day, police officers used to go around just you know um, checking the knobs of doors oh. to make sure they were locked. At this is at night. And um, occasionally our kids are good. They're going to test the limits and they're going to maybe turn the knob and they need to know that we're standing sentinel. Yeah. That if they're trying to do something, maybe that's kind of out of bounds. We say, hey, no, no, no. Or there's discipline. Uh, and But it's all in the context of what we just said earlier. Love. We're standing sentinel for their protection, yes. for their well-being, for their yes. good. Because we care for them. Yes. So that that is a huge picture in my mind. Well, and I, it really reminds us that as parents or grandparents or anybody that's influencing the next generation, uh, we can know that we are like imaging God when mm. we do this. So God yes. the Father, uh, I love this. I, it, uh, Peter talks about this. I love that. Is gold refined in the fire? Yeah. Um, there's a scripture, I think it's in Malachi, that really illustrates this, where God is is himself standing sentinel 
over oh, yeah. over that's the good. gold that's being refined. And you, you might say, well, what does that mean? Because it's at the right exact temperature. Mm. And so if you're going through a season of testing trials, you can know that God is sitting right there He's and right he is not going to allow it yep. to get too hot where you're burned. But he's going to allow the heat to come to, to to bring out the impurities so that you can be like gold refined in the fire. Oh, man. And I think that so much with our children of this standing sentinel. Um, there are times as parents, I I'm, we have a preteen. And there are times where I, I sense that God is saying, turn the heat up a little bit. That's good. Literally, do, no, you that's can't good. let her. She's not a baby. Right. We got to turn the heat up. There needs to be some responsibility learned. Yeah. There needs to be some, even, you know, with, uh, we've got a seven-year-old. Okay. You know, you can't rescue her from everything, you yeah. know, things like that. And then there are times you say, okay, it's burning. Let's take it down. Take yep. it down a little bit. You, you got to be, that's part of being sentinel and watching standing sentinel and then not allowing certain things into the pot. Oh, that's good. This, this is why it takes uh, yeah. a lot of work. This is why parenting is exhausting. If you're not exhausted being a parent, I don't know if you're doing it right. Yeah. Or maybe we're just, we're not doing it. I don't know. Because they're, at the end of the day, I think, wow, I'm yeah. exhausted. Yeah. I'm tired. God, give me the strength to do it again the next day. And his mercies are new every day. He does it. Yeah. But it's tiring because this is such a big job. And the enemy is after your kids. It's a spiritual it will, battle. It is. Yeah. You are in a spiritual battle. I think we sign up thinking, oh, this is cute. I'm going to have a little fluffy kid. You know, like you hold them. <laughs> they're not dogs. They're yeah. not. They're not. that. They, these are real life humans that you're mm-hmm. you're investing in. I mean, it's the future of the church. I mean, it's so powerful. It's parenting is not for the faint of heart. It no, is, you parents battle. are it's warriors. Yeah. I'm like. Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> Sorry. So, Sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, uh, so yeah. So, so love. We got to fill our kids' love tanks. Fill our kids with love. Stand sentinel. Yes. And I think the third one is so huge as well. And that is, as parents, we have to be, I'm going to use this word, we have to be theologians. Now, I'm okay, not. Okay, I'm, I'm thinking some people might go, yeah. I'm not next. saying we need no. to go out and get yeah. higher degrees and we need to learn the Greek and Hebrew. But we need to be stu- so studiers yes. of God's word, um, it's saturated in God's word so that we can filter and uh, protect our kids from the false teaching that is out there, from the, the false things that do not align with God's word. So we can't just be so preoccupied with, with the, the practical of parenting. Which that takes a which lot of attention. Which is huge <laughs> that we forget about yeah. that the enemy is trying to deceive the hearts and minds of the next generation. Yes. And yes. so we need to, to understand. That's why we've done podcasts about critical race theory. That's why we've done things about how to spot, you know, these, alcohol. this and that. We uh, did a podcast on alcohol. We did a podcast that. on entertainment. I mean, all these things that seek we need to understand to, to, to enslave our children. I mean, really, the, these are not just pet topics that we no, love to talk about. No, these are theological things. These are these are ideas that are trying to uh, take our kids and, and put them in a direction that the enemy has for them. But our job is to say, okay, what does God's word say about this? We want our kids to have a, a biblical worldview, and our kids can't have a biblical worldview if we don't study the scriptures. Oh, they can, yeah. You're, and and it's so good. much of parenting is modeling. Yes. So much. I mean, you know, it's you know, it's the whole thing like, you know, do as I say, not as I do. That doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't it doesn't work. work. So much of parenting, yeah. so much of life is modeling. Yeah. Influencing, 
using your life as an influential tool. Yes. I, I, I hear this so many times. I, 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 I came back to Christ or I served Christ because I saw it in my parents. Wow. Or I saw it in this person. Seeing it. Yeah. Our kids need to see us studying the scriptures. They need to know that when we're faced with the problem, where do we go first? Yeah. We go first to the Bible. We go first to an encounter with Christ. Okay. I'm in a, I'm in a pickle, God. Yeah. You got to help me. What does your word say? How do I do it? So we're going to model it. But if we're going to instill a biblical worldview in our kids, we got to know it. We've got it. When our kids come to us with issues, we got to know. Okay, let's go to the Bible. What does the Bible say? And yeah. I and I don't want you to hear me say like, oh, we thump it over them. Oh, no, no. No, no, but but we do this with our kids. You know, if there's an encounter, a problem at school, or a problem in you know yeah. whatever. Okay, well, let's see. What would what would what would the Lord say? And I know you, that you sounds that, really old. school. We say that a lot. What does the Bible say about it? Now, it's not old school. It, now, what does pop Christian culture say about it? No. What, now, what is, is the Bible? What yeah. does the Bible say? And we talk about we we read scripture stories. We we look at everything through the lens of scripture. Okay. Ask our kids, what do you think about this in light of scripture? They're never too young to begin thinking. No, in that I way. think that's so huge. Like we don't need to say, well, this is what the Bible says. Let's go together. Yeah. Let's read this. And I'll say to our girls, okay, what's God saying through that scripture? Yeah. What what is what's happening? Uh, let's look at what's happening in the context. Well, we we kind of do some hermeneutics with our kids. We no, we do. We don't say, hey, let's do let's some hermeneutical do analysis, kids. No, you know, like, but that's <laughs> where it, it's about modeling. Yes. And so I think some practical ways we can do this is one, just having some conversation. Yeah. Open up lines of conversation. Uh, don't just give the answers, but let them find the answers through the word, studying together. What What do you think you should do? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I don't know because let's talk about this. You know, not just like let them do whatever, but well, we want to know. know what they're thinking. Yeah, I want to hear. We want to know. Yeah. What were you thinking even when you did that? Like, what What were some thoughts? Um, introducing uh, another way to do this is to have your kids read particular books. Oh, um, yeah. so thankful. Like we bought the YWAM series. That's a good uh, actually, series. Actually, it was gifted. I think like we shared part of my parents bought it. Anyways, uh, it was the YWAM series, uh, which is talking about Christian heroes. Christian heroes then and now, right? Yeah. Okay. And so you, you know, our girls read for AR at school. They read the biographies of Harriet Tubman. They're reading the biographies of Dietrich Bonhoeffer, um, Gladys Alwald, you know, like all these really solid Christian people from all various parts of life. So So our kids talk about Amy Carmichael and all these things. I mean, we're having discussions over these real people who navigated real issues. And, you know, just bringing books into the discussion and and getting them thinking. I think that's huge. Um, Entertainment. (laughs) Standing sentinel over their entertainment. I know that people probably feel like I harp on this, but I think it's so important. I don't care. I feel like it's a thing I can harp on. Like, I I would just be, it would literally uh, make me shiver if my kids were walking around singing songs that talk about horrible things. (laughs) I don't even know all the, I don't listen to that filth. I don't. And yeah. I, I do think it is filth. If it's not honoring Jesus and if it's not going to be like a positive thing, you're, you're just letting it in your mind. Yep. Well, I think it's, what is on the lips of your kids? Our kids are walking around, it, you know, and I love hearing them worship. 
I love hearing them. It's just them. in them because we listen to it all day. So then they'll just start singing it. And it's it's not even our kids' fault if they're singing some of these things that are not glorifying to Christ. Because I'm thinking, where are they hearing them from? Right. Let's we get to control the the things that are coming in. Yeah. So let's take control. Um, stand sentinel, like not control, like rah, but stand sentinel. Guard, yeah. guard your kids' hearts, guard their minds, all mm-hmm. the things. And then I just think about influences, particularly. Yeah. Choose people around you to influence your kids. I think about a woman from our church who's teaching Madeline, my oldest, to sew. I mean, yeah, she's teaching her a skill, and that's beautiful. I mean, I'm so grateful that, you know, she can probably sew better than me. I mean, that's not saying much. I mean, you know, but more than that, somebody's Mm -hmm. having an influence for God. You know, just like somebody who's you know, talks about things of the Lord. I mean, it's, it's bigger. And I think our kids need more influences than just us. Obviously, hopefully we're, we're influences, uh, influencers, but, but bringing in people, like you said, that's, that's, that's reinforcing what's going on. I I personally believe you need a lot of people that are influencing your kids. Uh, I I think, I think the more, the better, honestly, as long as they're actually influencing for Christ. So Who's teaching them? You know, I, I love our Sunday school teachers at church. Yeah. I love our Wednesday night uh, leaders in discipleship for our kids ministry. I love our Sunday morning teachers. And they're all different people. And they're impacting kids mm-hmm. for Christ. I, I'm just going to tell you. Oh, yeah. I can't even fathom. I don't think they even have a clue nope. how much they're impacting kids. When you... Teach them the word of God. You're having such an incredible impact. And it's it's impacting my home. And I'm telling you, yeah. that's why my kids go to church every Wednesday night, every Sunday, because they're going to have a relationship with these people. Yes. It's larger than just learning a Bible story. It's it's people influencing them. And that's, that's so huge. This has been really good. I hope it's equipped people with some really practical things of how we can be uh, godly parents in this new world. And it is a different world. It's it's a different world. So, so pray so. yourselves up <laughs> We want to we want to encourage you. It's a battle, you yeah. know. Let's wear the spiritual armor that God's given us. Let's pray the Spirit on all occasions because we need God's help. And don't grow, grow weary <laughs> in doing good because at the proper time you will reap a harvest. That's a good word for somebody you're listening. Think of the long term. This I, is I the just long said it term. for myself. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I just said us. it for myself because I I do it. It is it's tough. Work. It is. It's it is literally the, probably the hardest work you'll do. Just it's you're tired. Yeah. Don't grow weary. Don't grow weary. All right. Um, we're praying for you. Let's be incredible parents in this new world we I find ourselves in. I believe in you. In. You can do uh, it through the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. And there's hope. Um, let's raise up a generation yes. of giant killers. Let's do that. All right. We love you. We're praying for you. We'll see you next time. 